Warning, the podcast you are about to listen to is explicit. We are here to talk about our lives, the great times, the messy times, but let's be honest, we learn from those messy times. Content may be triggering as we explore together our lives, spirituality, trauma, recovery, and growth. Welcome to Stumbling Through Enlightenment. I'm Jason. And I'm Edward. Every day we are working through our shit, and today we invite you to work through some of yours with us. Let me give you a quick rundown on what we're going to do in today's episode. The first part of the episode is where Ed and I talk about what's going on in our day-to-day lives and where you'll be able to hear how we support each other's growth. During the second portion, Ed and I will have a deep dive discussion topic ranging from self-awareness, metaphysics, mental health, personal discovery, and much more. I've been okay. I've got a um, I've got a wedding coming up that I'm gonna go to. Oh, that's cool. Not mine. Not mine. Of course. Oh, no, because you've been married for quite a while. Wife, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it's actually yeah. a friend of hers. And oh, really? She's gonna be the. I guess it's called the matron of honor when you're married. Yes. Yeah. Not the maid of girl honor. of honor. What maid of maid honor. of honor? Maid right. of honor. Yeah. So I told her. I, she can call herself the maid right (laughs) anyway so we're going to this wedding um and it's the first time i've really gone to something that is supposed to be formal Mm -hmm. in a long long time so i decided i'm gonna get a a coat like a like a sports coat okay Yeah, yeah okay so i can't imagine it but okay well i you know this is one of those things where times change right right i was fully expecting to spend between 500 and a thousand dollars yeah right i went to men's warehouse yeah and the two coats that i liked one was 30 dollars and the other one was 60 what yeah yeah and some they have this clearance section. Holy shit! They have these things for hardly nothing. Oh my god! I maybe I need to go get a coat too because right? I don't have right? one. You know, just to have one, Why right? Not? Um, so I I got one that is okay. You know, it's very so. What it ends up with is I'm I think I'm gonna end up getting two because one's like a dark <laughs> and one's a light, and it's only like thirty bucks for that one. I paid sixty for mine, but the the one I got originally sold for three hundred and fifty dollars. Yep, you know, so I mean, it's a really decent quality jacket. Um, so yeah, they're they're, you know, hemming it and cutting it, yeah, and whatever, absolutely. and doing their thing with it. And I guess now you just top, you just button the top button. Mm-hmm. You don't button the bottom button anymore. Yeah, so that's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> like my belly hang out a bit more um but i am like i'm nervous as hell about wearing it why i just i don't know i don't know like I'm are you not... afraid that it's gonna rip or something or no you... no 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 nothing like that just the feeling of it yeah having to commit to an outfit for x amount of hours right that I'm not comf- I'm not used to feeling. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. And I am very, I'm incredibly finicky about what's on my skin. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, 
I like if I don't like the way a shirt feels, you know, it just it's I out go the door. A lot You're... of shirts. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> because sometimes after you wash them a couple of times, they feel different. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't like that. So if it doesn't feel the way I like, then I don't wear it. So I mean, this is years and years and years of dressing this way, right? Right. And I can't. The last time I wore a suit was at my grandmother's funeral, and the only time I wore it then was because I knew that that's what she would want me to do. Right. I didn't get married in one. No. 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 I. I. I just. I don't get dressed up. So this is like really stepping out of my comfort zone um, into like a whole new area. So I'm yeah. trying to figure out what I what I should do with the with the coat. If anybody has any recommendations, feel free to drop me a line. Right. Um, definitely not a turtleneck. Right. We know that. Um, yeah, that's a little constrict. No. Yeah. Right. Um, so I I keep seeing polo shirts yeah under them so i mean it's a summer thing it's a light sports coat it's not you know it's not heavy wool or anything yeah um so i've been trying to figure out like do i want to do a polo do i want to do a button-up shirt which one would feel better i don't want to tuck my shirt in either way right so probably a polo would be the best way to go well they have a whole line of untucked shirts now they do well and i was going to ask you so what are you what are you wearing for pants I'm probably gonna wear something uh, like a charcoaly color. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I can't decide whether I want to wear like just my normal pants. Right. You know what I mean? Because they make like the Carhartts and stuff in that color. They do. Yeah. So I don't know whether I want to wear those, and then is that gonna look kind of tacky with the jacket? Right. Or whether I want to, you know, just get a pair of men's slacks right you know? <laughs> right oh my oh my yeah um yeah i mean for for a one-time engagement you know walmart is a great place to go for like yeah. you know men's but see slacks. i don't do that yeah like, that's not how i i don't roll that way like if i'm wearing it i want to feel comfortable in it. right right so you know if i go to walmart for instance and i just get something for like that event yeah it still has to be comfortable. It's still, yeah. Yeah. Like, like I can, I have a really hard time tolerating yeah. being in uncomfortable clothing. I'm surprised, I guess, that you didn't, um, well, and, and, and we've talked about this, you know, yeah. definitely off mic as far as like the, the uncomfortable clothing thing, you know, nothing too restrictive, nothing, you know. Yeah. 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 It has to be a certain length. It has to be a certain feel in the body, you know, yeah. the material, the, the, the stitching you yeah. know some things um i've gotten shirts before that i loved and the stitching on the inside they left like too much fabric uh-huh and just that alone is like i just can't stand it right. sometimes you'll get these shirts that have a really weird collar yep like no no can't stand that and i get some really really cool looking shirts i mean because i love like the graphic tees and stuff mm-hmm. you know um and then they just end up in the trash can eventually or the goodwill pile or, right you know i mean people must get a hell of a lot of big men's goodwill shirts that they like from me right because <laughs> i tell you i've given goodwill a lot of shirts but 
So I'm surprised you didn't I'm get... given ed charts. Yes, yeah. I was just yeah. thinking I was that. just yeah. saying, I have some of those. Yeah, yeah there was, I think, was it last week or the week before? Like, I saw you twice and both times you had my old shirts. <laughs> right, old shirts on, yeah. <laughs> so when I, yeah, because when I, when I came off of being a chef and started working, you know, I, yeah. I realized I had no shirts because yeah, i would wear something other than black right right or you know like i have like my camp shirts that would go underneath my you know yeah. un underneath my chef's coats but you need something you know actually that looks good on you you know right um but i'm surprised you didn't get like the pants at, at men's warehouse too either although they are really expensive they tried to sell me the pants mm -hmm. so they tried to sell me everything of course they do course. yeah that's that's the thing but i was like yeah no no and they weren't that expensive but they would have had to have been tailored. Mm -hmm. um, and I didn't have enough time. They could tailor the jacket within two weeks, but the pants were going to take four. Oh, okay. So I didn't have that time, or I, I absolutely would have done I, I was wondering about that. Yeah. Like, no, I, I would have done the whole thing just in the one place. But. Yeah, because I have two pair, and I love their, their wool, and they're, they're, oh, they're, they're lovely. Yeah. They were three hundred dollars a piece. Yeah. You know, they were really, but they're really, really nice. I wear them every once in a while. I was originally like got dress them for, pants. Dress pants. Yeah. yeah. Um, I originally got them for a very specific purpose, and then I, you know, they very rarely leave my closet anymore. But they're still very, very right. comfortable when I do wear them. Right. You know. Um, so yeah, I was just wondering how that worked. So I can just imagine you just standing in front of the mirror, going, uh, 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 uh. I mean, like well, to, to normalize thing. this that's for yourself. The thing, and I, I mean, because I have such an issue with this whole thing of what's on my body, right? Um, I felt like I was driving the lady crazy because you know how they like <laughs> stay with you the whole time. Yeah, and yes, it's like you just want to be like, yeah, just take a walk. Let me do what I'm gonna do, and yeah, the store's so small. I was the only person in it. You know, it's just, so they were right up my ass. Right, the time. right. So I, I felt bad after a while because I like I basically wanted to try every single one on, right? Yeah. To see what felt the best, and they all felt about the same. So I went with the one that I thought looked the coolest. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> which is like a, it's almost like a plaid kind of, with navy blue and um, <laughs> like charcoal and like a lighter gray. So is it like a, like is it like an actual plaid or is it like a pinstripe plaid type thing? Um, you know, like a, a yeah, it's not an actual plaid. Okay, it's I was gonna say yeah, because I mean like that's something out of the seventies. No, no sure. matter what's no, a pinstripe, what is that? So pinstripe plaid is is basically just like you have your base color and then you have like uh, varying pinstripes going across and down to kind of create like a in a plaid pattern in like a plaid pattern. That's exactly what yeah. it is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because um, for a minute there, I could only see you in a checkered coat, yeah, yeah, and no. I'm like, you know that it's that... red and green and white. Right. This is my a... plaid coat. <laughs> right. Yes, I got it at Walmart at Christmas time. Um, no wonder it was on clearance. Yeah. Right. You know? <laughs> it's got candy canes in the back. Oh God. Um, yeah. So I mean, I I kind of like the idea of a coat. You know what I mean? Like there are things that I go to sometimes that. It would be cool to like just have it over even a t-shirt, yeah, you know, or something like that. Yeah, um, and and that's the big thing. The coat is new, mm -hmm. but I'm more concerned about what's under the coat. You know, right? Like, like whether I want because I love the feel of a dress shirt. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
but again they you know they accentuate some of the less positive areas like my belly right especially if they're not tucked in right you know um and i just i cannot tolerate tucked in i just i cannot i've tried i cannot tolerate (laughs) there's something in my brain that just says there's no effing way that this is gonna happen oh my Um, gosh so yeah so yeah that's that's where i'm at trying to figure out (laughs) what's gonna feel the best and just trying to work my way through it within this short timeline right oh so you just did you just find out about the wedding or you you've known about it we known about it but it was like you know what are we gonna wear and i wanted to wear something that would complement what my wife was wearing obviously um and she's gonna be wearing a navy blue dress so the charcoal and navy will go really well yeah do, yeah. you, do, do you feel like so i this is just funny because of the, because of what we're doing right now and, and, yeah. and watching your facial expressions do you feel like you're somehow leveling up your adult game no okay <laughs> i was wondering because i mean that, that's like one of those things that yeah, you know no no not leveling up my adult game more um because it's oh my god so do you think you're getting we're married? actually going to be the older people at this i was just that's that's where i was going yeah the, okay. uh elderly no <laughs> but we are the older people at this wedding i mean it's a very small wedding there's going to be i think 30 people maybe yeah um and it's you know they're they're mostly younger people we're we're going to be the older generation at this party yeah yeah, that's, I mean the, okay. the bride's parents are probably another ten years on us, but you know that's not a lot. Not a lot. <laughs> no. Not a lot. no, oh my gosh, no, it's a you know age is weird like that because I recently saw an old high school teacher on Facebook, mm-hmm. uh, and like the friend you know people you might know thing. Yeah, and I had no interest in friending requesting him or whatever you call that. Right, but. I looked at his date of birth and he was only he was less than 10 years older than I was. And it just blows my mind like thinking at that point I would have guessed that he was double that. Right. You know, maybe in his 40s. Right. But he was he would have only been in his early 20s. Wow. Yeah. Well, like when yeah. he was teaching. Yeah. 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 Like so, oh wow. Yeah, it just kind of it, it blows my mind right. like no wonder you know, he was the one that did like the D and D games and like yeah. all, you know those kinds of things with kids. Yeah. Um, because he had just gotten out of high school, basically. Yep. You're right. <laughs> so, exactly. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. he was still I mean, very just, much in it, that. It blew my mind, but. So yeah, if anybody has any clothing ideas, um, send them my way. Yeah. I've been watching lots of YouTube videos about dressing for fat men. <laughs> And uh, apparently I have one of the body styles that's easier to dress for fat men. Oh, Because really? I carry most of my fat right in my belly. Maybe I need so. to start watching some of those. Although I have a very thick chest, but... Um... Well, and you have thicker legs, too. Oh, that's true, part. yeah. I mean, and that's the thing is, like, apparently for my body style, where most of my weight is right there in the gut... Yeah. If I get a jacket... It covers that almost totally. So it looks good. Right. 
Mm. As long as they don't see you from the side, probably. Right. Well, I mean, and that's like, that's the thing. Thickness. Wow. Right. I thought that was a beach ball. Oh my god. I just, I just saw pictures on my on my Facebook from like I don't know however long ago, uh, and I, there there are pictures of me. I was out with uh, some people. And we were I don't know. We took a trip, and there were pictures of me way out in a field. Yeah. With um, a very young boy. Uh, from that family and at the time and <laughs> I mean he's itty bitty and I'm like this big round fucking thing and I'm like you know cause, cause the first a bale of hay? right <laughs> you know cause Michelin man you know I, you know right, cause right. I could see me from the side you know and I'm like yeah, this yeah. is yeah no no this was not okay <laughs> yeah I often think of that and had thought of that when my kids were really tiny too it's like anytime we'd take a picture together i always looked enormous right i'm big to begin with but i looked enormous yeah so yeah i try to you know avoid looking at those types of pictures Yeah. yeah well wish me luck good luck So, I thought it would be kind of fun to talk about this new topic. I I read something the other day, and it referred to something called decision fatigue. Ooh. So, I was shocked by the numbers, so I I brought them with me. Mm -hmm. So, in one day, you make 35,000 decisions. Jesus. So we'll say you get a good eight hours of sleep. Mm-hmm. So you've got 16 hours worth of decision making. Right. right. So within that time frame, we're roughly making 2,187 decisions an hour. And that comes down to 36 decisions a minute. So more than one every two seconds. Yep. Wow. Yep. Yep. So one of the things that's that's been really enlightening as i've read through this is that these have almost doubled in the last 200 years that makes sense so if you go way back people were making half the amount of decisions a day than we are right now yeah so as more we've progressed in understanding ourselves understanding the universe understanding um relationships the more decisions we've made well, also the more opportunities, you know, just for simple decisions like what am I going to wear today? We have more clothing, more clothing, more right. choices, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Every time you choose to open your phone and close your phone. Yeah. It's a decision. So it, one of the things that comes up is that our brain has not necessarily kept up with us. Okay. So the term decision fatigue is really exactly what it sounds like. It is being absolutely exhausted from making decisions and we all get there you know we all have those times when we're just like i don't want to think about it i don't want to make any decision you know i don't want to even like be part of it right just tell me where to go and when right right yeah yeah and that works great for people you know in relationships or people that are are trying to do something um collaboratively in a healthy way where you know they're willing to take on a little bit of the weight now that kind of a thing yeah 
but it doesn't work at work. You know, if you go to work and you've got to make decisions, it doesn't matter if you have decision fatigue. Right. And decision fatigue is actually one of the main causes of um, burnout. I wondered fatigue. about that. As yeah. you're talking about it, I'm like, yeah. I'm noticing specifically in my job the way it is now. Yeah. 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 So the more we have to make those decisions when we're not in a place or we need a break from making those decisions, mm-hmm. the more fatigued we get in general with the situation yeah. because of the consistent t- giving what you don't have to give at that moment. Yeah. Um, so... There are a couple of things about decision-making that can help. Okay. Um, one of the really important ones is that if you're making a decision that has any kind of long-term effect, mm-hmm. that you make that decision the following day from when you had the prompt to make it. So, for instance... So, like 24 hours? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, well, one sleep cycle, actually. Okay, and that's what I was wondering. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So if you, you know, you find this car that you really like and Mm -hmm. you're out trying to buy a car. So you find this car that you really like. And all of a sudden you're like, you know, we're going to give you this amount for this amount and this day. And, you know, you've got like, you got to make your decision. Yeah. What this is saying is that as a practice, if you delay that and instead of saying, no, I I really need a day to think about it or I really need some time to think about it. um, This is actually where the term sleep on it comes from. Oh, okay. Because when you sleep after a decision has been prompted, your brain actually can work through a lot of the pros and cons without you even being conscious of it in your sleep. Oh, okay. And you'll actually wake up with a clearer understanding of the implications of the decision. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. 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 I that, that I So mean, your your brain will do that in its sleep. Right. It's not it's not making the decision. What it's doing is it's showing you the creative aspects of the decision. Yep. And this is not saying you're going to dream about it all night. It Mm -hmm. has nothing to do with your dreams. Right. It has to do with how the brain categorizes and files while you're sleeping. It's why you need sleep. Yeah. So you're taking advantage of that biological function. Nice. um, Yeah. When you're making that decision. And then you ultimately tend to feel better about the decision. Mm Mm-hmm. And one of the things that they talk about is that the the better you feel about the outcomes of your decisions, the easier it is to continue to make decisions. That also makes sense. Otherwise, it would build like an anxiety routine around exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. And the less prepared you are for making a decision, the more likely you are to make a poor decision. Yeah. Right? So if you make a decision within seconds, you're not making a decision. You're complying right okay you're not um taking into account yourself you're taking into account whatever the stimulus is that prompts the decision yep okay so it talks about when you make decisions some of the skills that you can use other than the one we just talked about is making yourself have a pause so like if you're asked to make a decision you know you might um get up and get a glass of water or something before you make it okay or you know you might um 
ask somebody to, you know, give you some space where you could be alone. Yeah. You know, before you make the decision. And we're not talking in this level. We're not talking about like, you know, can I borrow your pen? We're talking more along the lines of, you know, do you think we should take this route or that route with what we're doing in this project? Right. Should we buy this car or that car? Do you want this promotion? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the bigger ones like that, that's a little bit bigger. Oh, 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 so that's the next one up. Okay. Right, right. Right now we're, so that one's the one you want to sleep on. Yeah. The big ones. Um, this is more of like, um, oh, this is more just taking a moment for something. Well, should I, should I, um, okay. So I write treatment plans yeah. as part of my job for the individuals that I work with. I might add a goal or we might not add a goal. So <clears throat> he, the client will say it's a, he presents me with that. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to just say whatever I'm going to sit with it for a minute so that I'm not just aware of what he wants or needs right now. I'm bringing my awareness to what's happened over the last 90 days, which is what promotes and prompts a change on that plan. Yeah. So, you know, say this person, just basic examples, say this person is, you know, you walk into their house, it's nice and clean, it smells good. One of their big goals is to keep their house clean and smelling good. And you get in there and it's done and, you know, they're excited and they're like, you know, we can check that off now. So now I don't need to be prompted to clean the house anymore, right? Right. And, you know, you, okay, well, let's... Let me think about that for a minute, you know, think about it. Oh, that's right. Staff have been talking about in supervision for the last year that every time they go over there, it's totally trashed again. Right. We just talked about that a couple of weeks ago. So come back to the decision. Well, this is more information. I'm not sure where we should go with that. You know, what, what should we do? And without having all of that time to reflect i could very easily you know sensory it's good you know i'm smelling good things i'm seeing good things right i'm I'm not feeling like things are sticky you know all of my senses are saying that this is done but within that split second decision i could accidentally defer to those senses yeah or defer to his need and not wanting to disappoint him. Yeah. But instead, I take that weight of those two things out because I've given myself time to actually look at it. Yeah. Because if I don't look at it, I'm carrying the weight of one of those two things. <clears throat> you know, it, it should be okay because it's okay today or, you know, I'm going to disappoint you. Right. 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 And I think, I mean, that, that is something that I have thought about really recently, actually, is, is normalizing, trying to find a way to normalize, taking that moment, making that pause to, uh, for any of those types of decisions or, you know, for myself or my world, because a lot of times somebody will go, oh, we'll do, you know, blah, blah, blah. And they'll, they'll ask you something and you're like, yo, yes. And then later on, because you, like you said, it's compliant later on, you go, you think about it and you're like, oh, damn. I really should have yeah. said yes. Right. You know. Right, right. And it it's easy to do. Yeah. You know, if you're, you know, your kid comes in the room and they say, you know, can I have a snack? And you don't think, well, yeah, I've 
said that like 10 times today oh oh maybe you've had too many snacks right you know like you're not gonna think about it if you're just in that autopilot of yeah have a snack you know encourage your kids to eat good food and you know i mean it's just yeah you've got these conflicting stories and until you've taken time to really sit with that the conflict is what's winning the decision versus your actual clear-minded decision right so this is just encouraging that ability to make a clearer minded decision um one of the other big things that they talk about is knowing when your mental acuity is at its best okay uh, some people, you know, are really, really good thinkers in the morning mm-hmm. and some people are really good thinkers in the afternoon and it has to do with your body chemistry. It has to do, you know, obviously with your insulin level, like all of that stuff affects it. So if you know you have a big decision to make and you know, your brain acuity is better in the morning, you're going to want to make that in the morning. You know, if your job involves making decisions, put those decisions in the earlier part of your day. Yeah. And then in the later part of your day, you know, do the grunt work, do the body work. Well, and I've noticed for myself specifically, like if I have to make, you know, phone calls or, you know, order medications or whatever, all of those things that may require decisions from me, uh, I want to do those in the earlier part of the day. Because by the end of the part of the day, the only thing I want to do is cook for the, the 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 people i work with you know talk to them visit and and then and then do my documentation and go home yeah, yeah. That, that's what yeah. i want to do yeah absolutely yeah. um i think of like you know if you go on a hike for instance mm-hmm. like if your decision making is at a point where you just can't handle it anymore yep and you know you go on a hike your decision making on a hike for instance is going to be around body awareness because you're making decisions about where you're moving where you're going you know how you're going to step so you don't hurt yourself yeah um anything that's like that that brings body awareness over decision making about things externally is going to help you recuperate from this decision-making fatigue. Okay. So they talk a lot about nature. Mm-hmm. Um, they talk a lot about, you know, um, really positive social interactions. Yeah. So we're not talking like going to, you know, visit your parents with your kids or, you know, we're not talking about going out with the obligatory friends or anything like that we're talking about like spending time with that person that makes your belly laugh yeah you know what i mean yeah um so those types of things those are enriching and they feed you and then obviously anything else that that really feeds that creative side of you Mm -hmm. versus that intellectual side of you gotcha you know any kind of art or you know just exploring things that you love really yeah um so the the biggest awareness in sort of capping this off is you don't want to get to a point where you are exhausted right from that decision making you want to continually refill that tank, if you will, with yeah. these positive experiences where you're getting a time away from the decision making that is affecting other people or affecting your environment. 
Right. One of the other things, and and I, I was that is that it for the most part? What, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So one of the other things that you didn't um, that I didn't hear you say, but I I have come up with or I've heard a lot about is just by nature of our brains lessen the number of decisions you have to make throughout the day too um and and this is something that a lot of the uh brilliant people like steve jobs is notorious for it because it was such an outward thing that that people saw when you'd see steve jobs and he would be doing his grandstanding he was always wearing jeans a black turtleneck and he did this because this was what he wore Right, it was one less decision. It to was make. one less decision to make, yeah. you know. Um, and then, you know, there are people you know. I think we all know these people who can eat the same thing every day for breakfast or for lunch or for dinner. I'm like that. Yeah, absolutely. And that's one less decision you have to make. Yeah. You know, those are a little more around body awareness to a certain extent, but they're still they still tax our yeah our brains. Yeah. You know, um, making schedules. If you are one of those people that can actually do that. You know, I I can't live by a schedule. I've tried. Yeah. You know, but but if you can do that, then you can schedule out your times um, and just sit there and go, okay, every morning at such and such a time, I'm going to go do this. So that way, you don't have to think about it. It's an yeah. automatic decision. That makes sense. That yeah. makes a lot of sense. And they find that that also helps relieve. You know, well, because it, it saves brain power for yeah some you know. of that stress that's just spent on day to day silly things that. Yeah. We don't really need to think about every day. Right. Absolutely. Nice. Yeah. Cool. I hope you enjoyed the show today. Remember, you can always reach out to us through our Facebook page at Stumbling Through Enlightenment. Follow us on Twitter at Stumbling, T-H-R-O-U-2. Go to our website to check out more episodes and information about us personally. That is stumblingthroughenlightenment.squarespace.com. You can also reach out to us directly at stumblingthroughenlightenment at gmail.com. That's it for today. Have a great week.